Hi everyone, today is May 8th, 2021, and this is a dual assessment, your podcast for you, your dual links. My name is Green Ranger. Very chill week this week. In the game itself, no real events going on besides the extension of Duelist Road. It hasn't ended, and I, I, I gotta say I like what they did with the event. And I'll talk more about that, but we get two new dual skills for Yuma and Astral with this event. Pretty cool dual skills. Some new cards from Dual Quest and Ranked Duels for this month. Uh, cat theme going on here. Take a look at the new meta that is right now with Harpies. And also a deck deep dive of the deck I've been playing this week. Which I completely stole off someone who beat me in an OTK type way. The Stromberg Heroic Challenger deck. So it's going to be a very chill week. Pretty short episode. Um, you know, if you if you want to make up for it, you can listen to this, some of the other uh, Dual Links podcasts out there to make up the time. But unfortunately, this um, there just wasn't much to cover this week. So, in terms of my week in the Dual World, I've been playing that Heroic Challenger Stromberg deck. And, you know, it catches some people for a surprise. It gets some likes. People will um, give you a thumbs up after... Losing to it or winning against it. Uh, but, you know, if I was serious, I would be playing Harpies. Them being the top deck that it is. And be having a pretty uh, decent collection for Harpies. But, you know, I'm, I'm just playing for fun right now. And pretty much just grinding out that event. The Duelist Road. I'm trying to get the Icon. And there's too much, like, IRL stuff going on right now. And... I just don't have the focus. Like, all my energy is in this IRL stuff. And it's just quite a bit. So, not very active in the dual scene now. So, this week in esports, taking a look at the decks that have taken over the meta. This is kind of the, you know, post-nerf meta, if you will. They haven't really gone live in the game yet, but... Um, you're still going to see uh, unnerfed decks in the ladder. You could still see Dark Lords and things like that. But right now in the in the tournament scene, they have banned everything. And those dual skills as well. So what's going on right now is Harpies are taking over, um, as was expected when they got Harpy Oracle and with the nerfs. But there are some unexpected decks that are here in this intermediate meta right now as well. So let's look at some tournaments. This is Yami Cup 2. Oh yeah, notably, Duelings Meta has changed the day they do their weekly, so it's hard to cover those. Them being, they release them like on Sundays now and stuff, so it's kind of hard to do it. First place, Max K, Harpies Hunting Ground Harpies. The thing about Harpies being the top dog is that they um, still don't have a defined deck. The deck could look different everywhere. Deck does have core monsters and core spells and things like that, but the, the skill you use could be different. The number of cards in the deck could be different. The choices, the, the amounts of monsters you use could be different. So there's a lot of diversity in harpies. Um, until it's possible they don't ever really get to a fully defined version, but we are seeing a lot of variation in the deck. So Max K's deck, two harpy oracle, three channeler. 2 Harpy Lady 1, and 3 Perfumer. This is typically what you see with the Channeler, Harpy Lady 1, and Perfumer. Harpy Oracle, sometimes you just see 1. 
Uh, three Book of the Moon, that's just a back row choice. One Forbidden Lance, Three Swallow's Nest, this varies depending on the deck. Two Egotist. Two Egotist is pretty standard in one Harpy's Feather Rest and two Treacherous Trap Hole. This has become pretty much the only trap card that the deck runs. In the extra deck, two Harpy, uh, Cyber Slash Harpy, that's pretty standard. And you pretty much have your rank four Xyz Toolbacks, whatever you like. Um, Bist Dweller, Digosto Emerald, Gaga Ga Samurai, Malevolent Sin, and Steel Swarm Roach round up Max's um, extra deck. Second place, Tito VQ96, Tie That Binds Harpies. This is another popular skill that goes along with Harpies. One copy of Oracle, the rest of the monsters are the same. Um, Book of the Moon, Mystical Space Typhoon. This is coming starting season play over a Cosmic Cyclone. Harpies Hunting Ground is the field spell. Uh, Max didn't run the Harpies Hunting Ground uh, card itself, but um, it, you can also do that with the skill if you wanted to. Um, the rest of the deck is the same. Three Swallows Nest, two Egotist, one Feather Rest, and two Treasure Strap Hole. Up for Mr. Problematic, Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. Um, Buzzsaw Shark is starting to become a main card in the deck. Uh, most decks just run one, some run three. And this is a bit of a hybrid deck. They have Gishki Chain, they have all the Atlanteans. You're starting to see decks shift away from the other Atlantean monsters besides Heavy Infantry. Top four, King, Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. This is pretty much the classic version of it before the Sharks and the Fishes. Uh, only one copy of Silent Angler, which is interesting. Alright, next tournament is Battle Phase 232. Battle Phase is pretty much cranking out a daily tournament. We'll just talk about 232. First place, Yusef X1, Tie That Binds Harpies, 21 card deck. With two Treacherous Trap Hole. That's the card that pretty much makes it okay to run slightly bigger decks. Uh, this one, this deck uses Cosmic Cyclone over Mystical Space Typhoon. And Harpy's Hunting Ground with the Tie That Binds. Two Swallows Nests. This guy, this guy might, might be a little bit more budget. I'm not really sure. Um, otherwise, the deck looks okay. Second place, Bahu 2, Destiny Draw, Yosenju. So... We're seeing something interesting with fire, not fire, um, decks that run Beast Warriors are starting to splash in fire formation tanky. It's probably a winner of the Eternal Stream box. Continuous spell, when it's activated at a level 4 lower Beast Warrior from your deck to your hand, all Beast Warriors you control gain 100 attack. So, pretty much your tutor for any deck that runs Beast Warriors, and Yosenjus are all Beast Warriors. You get a little bit of a buff, which is good for this aggressive deck. And um, it's just a straight 100 buff, but this deck, they hit directly. That's what they do. Um, and Destiny Draw and Battle Boxer Veil work pretty good. Only one copy of the Veil here, which is interesting. But they do have two other copies in the side deck. And you know that works really well with the Destiny Draw, so you can heal yourself. And another note about the Fire Formation Tanky. They typically run... Brother of the Fire Fist, Tiger King, and the extra deck. And it requires two level 4 Beast Warriors, so those Yosenjus work fine. And what the card does is, once XZ summons, set a Fire Formation Spell Trap from your deck. So you could just use your Tanky again. 
Once per turn, detach a material, negate the effects of all face-up effect monsters on the field except for Beast Warriors. So you're pretty much negating your opponent's cards. Uh, when this is sent from the field to the graveyard, send three fire formation spells or traps you control to the graveyard. Special summon two level four or lower Beast Warriors with the same attack in your deck in face-up defense. That kind of sets you up into another rank four Xyz play. Yeah, um, this is Yosenju, Fire Formation Tanky Package. Pretty cool. Top four, Phoenix Flight Control TG. So this is a full-on TG deck. We saw some version of the Kaibuko with dinosaurs in it and Light Sworns. Full-on TG. T- two copies of TG Screw Serpent. Three copies of TG Striker. Three copies of Rush Rhino. Two, three copies of Warwolf. Three copies of Catapult Dragon. Three copies of Cyber Magician. One Fire Formation Tanky. Two Hey Truinade. So the f- Fire Formation Tanky will just tutor your Warwolf, which is the only Beast Warrior in the deck. Um, yeah, this, this deck's pretty cool because it's made up of a lot of free cards. It does have two Screw Serpents. Those are your URs. Uh, Warwolf is an SR in the box. Um, otherwise, a lot of free cards in this deck, which is pretty cool. Up for YJ Duel Links, Territory of the Shark Water XCs. This is the deck that has gotten like half fish. So you got three copies of Buzzsaw Shark, replacing the other Atlantean. So you have heavy infantry, but there's no, um, what are those other guys called? Spear Soldier and the Swordsman, too. So uh, Attack Squad. There's three copies of Silent Angler to make up some of that. It makes me think this is a more of an aggressive deck. There's copies of Hey Trunade in this deck. Um, control spells, three Phoenix Chain, three PLEs of Canadian. Yeah, they've got three copies of uh, Hope Woven Dragon Spider Shark and two Abyss Dweller as well. That's Battle Phase. And Duelings Meta Freakly 63. Might as well cover one Duelings Meta event. And this one's been taken over by Harpies as well, but there's a pretty cool deck in here I can't wait to talk about. First place, Bellatory. Tie that binds Harpies. Um, another Harpy deck. Two copies of Mystical Space Typhoon. It does run Hysteric Party, which um, you, could, you could put in Hysteric Party. You can put it in, put in the Continuous Harpy card, which you could run a 30-card deck out of. So there's a lot of variation. Hysteric Party... Special summon harpies from the graveyard, and then you could do like an XC summon. So that allows you to get like three XCs off, like an overlay of three. And Vylon Di Sigma is a is a XC monster that requires three level four monsters. So that's pretty um pretty powerful card that could you you can use as a game ender if you want. Second place Draco Ultimate Dragons Blue Eyes. So completely whiffed. When I said that Melody of Waking Dragon is going to be the limit one card. No, everyone's playing Azure Eyes Silver Dragon instead. But besides that, besides messing that up, uh, Blue Eyes pretty much looks exactly the same as it did before. No real change to the deck. Still running Alternative Dragon. Up for Masterix, Destiny Draw, Fire King. So what we saw with the Yosenju deck, we see with... Another Beast Warrior themed deck in Fire Kings. This is like a Grunix deck um, where you focus on the high avatar Grunix. Three copies of Fire Formation Tanky for the tutoring of your Beast Warriors like Arvada and Barang. 
And you still have the Firefist Tiger King in the XZ's deck. Notably, this deck runs two copies of Coach Soldier Wolf Park, which is basically like a junk synchron for your rank 4 XZ's play with Beast Warrior. So that's pretty nice tech card to have. Even though, um, I forgot what this is. This is like a Badland Boxer card, I think. Yeah, you had to dip into the Rage of Volcano box to get any of these Badland Boxer cards. And top four Neo, Prescience Black Dragon. I can't wait to talk about this deck. So, you know, this is a pretty cool deck. For those uninitiated, Black Dragon can summon itself out of the graveyard. So you can pretty much just dispose a lot of stuff. That's what this deck does. Three copies of Raiden, Hand of Light Sworn. Two copies of Charge of Light Brigade. One Volcanic Wall. Three Rock Bombardments. So these are all disposal cards. And then you can get stuff out of the graveyard besides Black Dragon. Gaia Plate, the Earth Giant. Gigantis. Two copies of Gigantis. Two copies of Revival Golem. That's a free, free resurrection from the graveyard. One copy of Glow Up Bulb. Two copies of Giant Rex. That's pretty cool. You pretty much want to banish Giant Rex so you can get onto the board. And Giant Rex can't attack directly, so you could just use it to XZ summon if you have, you know, have them on the board and they can't do anything. That's pretty cool ability there. Two copies of Tackle Crusader, which will help control the board. Um, control monsters or hit back row, up to you. And then there's a Mono Awato. This deck is pretty cool. Rock Bombardment adds some burn. And there's some Synchro. And there's some XC's plays. Pretty cool deck. Alright. So. In terms of the tier list. They kind of reset it. And they didn't really tell you how they reset it. But they did. Dueling's Meta has reset the tier list. And Harpies are way in the lead. With a score of 28. Nothing comes even close to Harpies right now. I think they're putting the weight. More weight on representation than anything. Uh, they changed the algorithm. Harpies at 28. Tier 2. Water XZs all the way to 8. So the Harpies have a score of 20 more than the Water XZs. Fire Kings at 7.4. Blue Eyes down to 7.1. They were like close to 30 at you know when they were really good. Thunder Dragon at 6.1. Tier 3 we have TG at 4.3. Cyber Dragon at 4. Heroes at 3.9 and Yosenju's at 3.1. The trend I'm seeing, Harpies are pretty much as good as they get right now. Even though they don't really have a full you know, deck that they usually go to. Um, Fire King should go up. Yosenju's should go up. Any of these Beast Warrior type decks, I like them a lot. Water Xyz still stays as Tier 2, I believe. TG's probably get better as well. Alright, so let's talk about Duelist Road. Um, I really like what they did this event. They kept the same event for two weeks. Um, more than enough time to do it. But that 30 win challenge on Zexel is pretty cool because that's a bit of a grind. And you're pretty much sure to get as max out your rewards if you go do it. So I, I encourage you to try to beat Zexel 30 times to get the icon. And you get these uh, two new snazzy dual skills which turn Yuma and Astral into Zexel, which is kind of like, um, it's a it's a fusion of a few things. Yuma and Astral are separate. It's not like Yugi and Yami, where they're the same character in one body. They're two separate bodies. They fuse into one body. 
and um, yeah, this these dual skills let you transform into a new legendary duel. So that's pretty cool whenever that happens. The first skill is called Zexel Zexel Weapon. Um, so this is a human astral skill, like I said. Activates at the beginning of your turn if your life points are 2,000 or below. Human Astral build the overlay network, Zexel Morph. After tra transforming to Zexel, add a number C39 Utopia Ray to your extra deck. Each turn, you can look at the top card of your deck before drawing a card. In addition, you can use each of the effects once per turn. You can, um, before your normal draw, change the top card to a ZW Monster or... Can be used at the beginning of your main phase. Play one ZW monster from your hand. Really good skill. Um, you get a free Utopia Ray, so you could, you don't have to run it in your extra deck. That's an advantage to have eight spots in your deck. Um, you should run Utopia, so um, it's easier to get Utopia Ray out. ZW cards. They came out in the last box, and I. I suspected that the ZWs would become an archetype because they were they were pretty good. They had an ability to end the game. Um, let me see. ZW Lightning Blade is one, for example. Utopia gains 1,200. Protection card. ZW Tordano Bringer, 1,300 attack. Uh, more protection. Can target them with effects. Uh, the common cards are kind of like OTK-ish, I believe. ZW Unicorn Spear, 1900 attack. Uh, monster effects negated. ZW Phoenix Bow, 1100 attack. Inflict um, burn damage. ZW Ultimate Shield, this is like protection, 2000 defense. ZW Slepnir Mail, 1000 attack. You can special summon Utopia. That's pretty cool. DW, SCW Fenrir Sword. Uh, that tutors a card. I'm not as impressed as I thought I was, but these are cards that only help make your Utopia race stronger. Um, and it does have some closing capability. We do see some people hit King Games with Zexel Weapon, so it's a pretty good skill. Should see some play. Um, you can lose 2,000 life points on purpose to get you there. Um, and rank 4 XZ's decks are pretty meta right now, so it's pretty... It's a nice skill. Like, you could run a skillless rank 4 XZ's deck if you want, but this is a decent skill you can run in any deck that runs um, rank 4 XZ's. Now, the other skill is called Zexel XZ's Evolution. Same thing where you transform, but the abilities are different. Place a XZ's change tactics face up on your field. In addition, you can make your life points 2,000 or return all Utopia monsters in your graveyard into your extra deck. This one you can't really peek at the top card and change it or whatever. But what this does is plays a continuous spell called XZ's change tactics. And what that does is you can pay 500 life points to draw a card, which is a pretty good deal. This sets you back at 2,000 life, so you can... Basically, draw two cards. Now, it only activates when you summon a Utopia monster. So, you have to summon regular Utopia and then Utopia Ray again. So, it's a very conditional Pot of Greed. Um, I think the Zexal Weapon skill is better. 
given that you're guaranteed your uh, ZW cards instead of this potential card draw. And that's really like a late game thing to help you close out games rather than just drawing something random. So in terms of new cards, we have one new card this week and it's from Dual Quest. It's a pretty bad card. It's called Gold Coins for Cats. Trap card. If your beast type monster battles an opponent's monster during damage calculation, that monster you control gains attack equal to half of the attack of your opponent's monster that's battling until the end of the turn. So if this rings a bell, there's a card that's much more inclusive and better in three different ways, and that's Metamorph. And um, you get the same ability where you get half their attack, but Metamorph works for any monster while this new card only works for beasts, Metal Morph gives you 300 extra attack to begin before you uh, take half of their attack. This one does not. And Metal Morph is an equip spell that lasts forever while this card only lasts one turn. This is a pretty bad card. Um, I think it was just made because it was an anime card. They had to make a card for it. This is one of those cards that's just, it doesn't have to exist, but it does. And that's kind of the beauty of of any card game where you could just make a million cards. And you know some of them are bad, but they're fun to play. And I guess this this is one of them. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, Ranked Duels. So we got new cards from Ranked Duels this month. And it goes along with the cat theme with the cat, um, cat girl magician we got recently. First is the SR Pull Cat Girl, level 4 Beast, Earth Attribute, 1200 Attack, 1600 Defense. When this card is Normal Summon, Special Summon, you can Special Summon a Stray Cat Girl from your hand or graveyard. Also, you can Special Summon monsters with 2000 or more attack for the rest of the turn. Your opponent's monsters cannot change their battle positions. There's a lot to dissect about this card. Um, it's a nice ability. You summon the Stray Cat Girl. And then you can make a rank 4 XZ's play. That's pretty much the point of this. Except they they uh, neuter it a bit. Uh, no, you spay cats. You don't neuter. You neuter dogs, you spay cats. So they spayed this card in that you can't special summon monsters with 2,000 or more attacks. So it really limits the number of XZ's plays you can make. It does include the Cat Girl Magician, though. That's exactly 2,000 attacks. That's basically what this was designed for. A cat girl also has this ability where your opponent can't change battle positions. So that's pretty... It'll prevent your opponent from flip summoning. That's that's the only real use I see for this card being important in any way. Um, yeah, you prevent a whole flip summon. The other card is from the R-Pool. Stray Cat Girl, Earth Beast... Uh, 600 attack, 1500 defense, level 4. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, you can tribute one level 1 beast monster. Special summon this from the hand. This attack position card cannot be destroyed by battle. So that you, you could cheat this out with the regular cat girl, or you can tribute a level 1 beast. I think they have a thing called stray cat, which isn't a card yet. Anyways, this card can't be destroyed by battle, which is a poor stall tactic nowadays. And further, it has to be in an attack position, so it doesn't really do much. There's definitely enough of removal nowadays that being 
unable to be destroyed by battle is not really an advantage. But remember when um, that Jetroid card, not Jetroid, Gyroroid or whatever, it was like stalling off the board and it was pretty hard to remove back then. Now, like, there's enough karma cuts and Raikiki breaks, employs alternative dragons and different Xyz cards to take advantage of things that would be destroyed by battle. Alright, so we have this pretty cool deck here. It's the Heroic Challenger Stromberg deck. I basically got this off playing off someone who beat me. I don't really know what it says, but I think it's just their name in... Um, it's in simplified Chinese, so they're probably from Taiwan. Or Hong Kong or something, but... Um, this is a bit of an OTK deck, and it uses some of the new cards we got from this latest box eternal stream and a very minimal investment at that so um let's, let's just dig into this box so this is a rank 4 xyz toolbox primarily um yep all rank 4 monsters and it uses the power of the stromberg um build so you have golden castle stromberg this is the main card um does the whole banish thing, but during your main phase special summon a monster from the deck that lists Stromberg. You can't normal summon uh, the turn you activate its effect. And then the whole protection where you destroy attacking monsters. Your, your opponent can't destroy you if you have this field spell out. So pretty much their main priority to get rid of this field spell. Now with this Stromberg, you can special summon Iron Hans. There's two copies of Iron Hans. When summoned, special summon an Iron Knight from the deck. If Golden Castle of Stromberg is not in the field zone, you can't special summon monsters from the extra deck for the rest of the turn. So, notably, you could start off with Iron Hans, but you you really want the field spell to do it. Because if there's no field spell, you're just left with two monsters that don't do anything. Iron Hans goes with Iron Knight. Uh, it's level 4. If this is destroyed by battle or sent to the graveyard by card effect, add Iron Hans from your hand deck to hand. Or if Stromberg is on the field, add a warrior monster. So you could do different things. But really these two work together to make your rank 4 XZ summon. The consistency of the Stromberg engine is helped out a lot by Glyph the Phantom Bird. You're going to need three copies of this card. You discard it. Add a Golden Castle Stromberg from your deck to your hand. When it's normal or special summon, target one card in your opponent's spell or drop zone and destroy it. But yeah, this is basically an extender where you could run three of these and three castles and you're pretty much guaranteed um, a rank 4 XZ's play a turn. That's the whole Stromberg engine, if you will. There's three. There's other monsters in this deck. Three copies of Warrior Lady of the Wasteland. This is to help extend your plays. She's a floater. Um, destroyed by battle. Special summon an Earth Warrior with 1500 or less attack. 
So you're going to do Iron Hans, and then Iron Hans gets into Iron Knight. So that's the whole point of her. And then the one Heroic Challenger uh, regular deck, main deck. Heroic Challenger Assault Halberd, 1800 attack. When your opponent controls a monster, you can control none, special summon it. Inflict piercing on defense monsters. When this inflicts piercing, I mean battle damage, add a heroic card from your deck to your hand. So, you know, you could do some things with this card. Now, this is an OTK deck, as I mentioned, and there are cards that do that. Three copies of heroic chance. Target one face-up heroic monster you control. This turn double its attack, but it can't attack directly. You can only activate one per turn. You could equip this onto Assault Halberd. That's 3,600. 3,600 attack. Um, piercing. You could also run two copies of Concentrated Current in this deck. This allows the monster to gain attack equal to its defense. So that would help make your Halberd 4,000. So those two cards. And then the rest of the deck is filled with anti-back row. Two copies of Night Beam, one copy of Galaxy Cyclone, one copy of Nobleman, Nobleman of Extermination, one copy of Fire Formation Gyaku. You can kind of mix these up, whichever. I have some, like a little bit of everyone, but you, the goal is to hit the back row before you make your plays. You could run Hatrunade, but this deck runs Concentrating Current, so you probably not. Uh, Mystical Space Typhoon works, Cosmic Cyclone. Now, Cosmic Cyclone is starting to see less play with better options where you don't have to lose the life points. But Mystical Space Typhoon probably works fine in this deck. Now, in the extra deck, there's just really one main monster. That's Heroic Champion Excalibur. Two level 4 monsters. 2,000 attack, 2,000 defense. Detach two materials. This attack becomes double. So... It's going to be a 4,000 attack beater. And you could run like Heroic Chance if you want on it. There's really no point because you're going to be hitting over 4,000 anyway. So the whole goal is to get Heroic, Cha uh, Heroic Champion Excalibur onto the board. Or, you know, the, the, the Halberd is more of the piercer. I think that's the goal here is to use Halberd. You could also run Heroic Champion Kusanagi. Three level four warrior monsters. Uh, once per turn during either player's turn, when a trap card is activated, detach an Xyz material and negate the activation. If you do destroy it, this card gains 500 attack. This card can be used, you know, to counter if your opponent has back row, and then you can use the um, heroic chance or concentrating current on it as well. Now you just pretty much just build your rank four Xyz deck as you want. I have a photon papillary operative. Um, this card basically lets you switch a defense position monster to face-up attack. So you could it works towards that OTK theme and reduces their attack. I have number 18, Heraldry Patriarch, which works well against decks with monsters with the same name. So it's like Harpies. Diamond Direwolf for desperate situations. And Malevolent Sin, probably the best uh, regular Generic rank 4 Xyz play. And Stellar Knight Delteros, which I don't think is very good in this deck, but uh, works pretty well with the high defense with the Concentrating Current as well. So, yeah, this is a pretty fun deck, and you run Draw Sense Spell or Trap to help tutor your, um, your 
castle or your heroic chance. So, yeah. Pretty fun deck. I'm playing it. I'm not winning a ton, honestly. Just to let you know, you might get disappointed. But when you do win, it's pretty fun. And that's what this is all about. So that's the episode. Upcoming news. ACGT Grand Tournament rages on. We get something every beginning and end of the week. Early May, which is in a few days, Leo and Luna's Dual Carnival, New UR Doggy Diver, New SR Arn Samurai Ben Kai. Early May, Tour Guides Bingo, Bull Blader. Mid May, Obtain Primo. I'm pretty sure it's confirmed because Zexel is not Primo. Uh, new UR Sparkbreaker, new SR Weisel Attack 3. Mid-May Mission Circuit, new SR Twin Sword Marauder. Mid-May KCGT Celebration Campaign again, I guess. And mid-May Axel Brody is retired to the gate. Well, that is it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Search and subscribe this podcast anywhere. Um, get this all this information on the dualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at the dual assessment at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. Alright, take care. Be safe. Have a good day.